Hello and welcome to the podcast on jfm.co. This week we are shedding light on interpersonal relationships. Please remember to share your remarks and comments on our social media platforms. Enjoy. This podcast is supported by our platinum sponsor, Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa, located in Diani. Diani Reef Resort and Spa. Nice people taking care of nice people. It's not a hotel. It's a way of life beyond the boundaries of taste with multi-cuisine dining outlets, bars and well-appointed rooms. Promising nothing but the ultimate holiday experience. For bookings and more information, log on to their website on www.dianireef.com. Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa. Going anywhere starts here. A strong bond between two or more people is referred to as interpersonal relationship. This is attraction between individuals that brings them close to each other and eventually results in a strong interpersonal relationship. There are different kind of forms of interpersonal relationships. An interpersonal relationship can develop between any of the following and most of the time is individuals working together in the same organization, people working in the same team, relationship between a man and a woman that is love and then eventually falling into marrying each other, relationship between intermediate family members and relatives, relationship of a child with his parents or Michael Jackson, relationship between friends. So relationships can also develop in a group of, you know, uh, relationship between students and their teachers, relationship of religious gurus with their disciplines and so on and so forth. So as to put this into perspective as I always say in every introduction, ladies and gentlemen, we have lovely Mili. Yeah, Muli. Hoodley. Hoodley. Muli. Muli. Yeah. What, what or Yula. What does Yula mean? It's interesting. I don't know. It, it's just a name. Ah, it you sounds. You're just given a name because someone in your family had. For information, actually, I googled, and uh, the best out of all the results I got about Yula, it's Yula, right? Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, Is that an English name? No. It's not. Apparently, it has its association now that the Mayas or something like that, which is very important. But before we go deeper into understanding what interpersonal relationships are, maybe to have a little bit of an understanding of what you do, where you are from, what interests you. Yeah. Wow. And how, how do you find Jay Black? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 24-year-old lady. So I, I took up development studies in school and that's that definitely has to interact with people. You have to like go into the community, work with people. So you definitely have to know how they work. That's why you have to do psychology concurrently with development studies. It's social psychology though, not clinical. Yeah, so you know you have to learn how people work how different people are, what they do, how they do it, so that you don't get, you know, people are very different in societies, like I've realized you guys, you know, you have similarities, but you are a bit different. The yeah. difference is the same, that's what you mean. I was telling you, I do the problem with human nature, when they're making uh, judgments, 
it's never specific it's generalized that's why if your friends are hoes you are one ah, stereotypes you'll be called a hoe guilty by association <laughs> yeah that's true that's true you might be the best in that group actually in terms of character morality but people will just assume since they are mm. but what yeah. makes a hoe it's a good question why did you want to ask us that oh let me see Well, we meet people every day, every time. You know, you go out, you meet a person, but then some maybe traits in a person stand out and you decide because it's usually very uh decisive how you mm. can distinguish between how you want this relationship to be and how you want the other to be. You meet a lot of ladies and then you can decide, mm, I probably want to pursue something with this one mm. and not this one. Mm. And you meet a lot of guys and then you decide, I can be friends with this one mm. and definitely not that one, mm. you know. Depend- so that's why I was asking because you've met a lot of people in your lifetime. True. And then you decided like these people could be your friends. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think you should just ask her what she does for fun, yeah. Okay, what do you do for fun? So it's easier when people are talking yeah. about things that excite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I sleep. Mhm. Uh I read. I love reading. Oh. But uh not not generalizing. I love reading docu- uh not documentaries. Watching documentaries on psychology yeah. and uh, diabetes. Uh, I don't for some uh, reason. Help. Oh, for a very good reason. But uh other than that I love hanging out with my friends like everyone else would say. Mm. I love having not necessarily going out or clubbing or something but I love having coffee with my friends having I love sampling restaurants in Mombasa. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting karibu sana and welcome to the conversation. Most of us end up being lonely because um as millennials we find ourselves trying to connect with people on social platforms. Yeah. And that makes us lock ourselves into some world whereby we just fake everything, you know. Very, and very then, true. yeah, there are two types of, uh, uh, there's, there's a psychological term for it and I'm trying so hard to look for it, where it is described as, um, yeah, there's verbal and then there's unverbal kind non-verbal. of. Non-verbal what? I don't know, communication. Or something. No, it is a word, but anyway. So the two are very important when you're getting to know an individual because on social media you're just texting. So that's the nonverbal affair, yeah, nonverbal cues and all that, which account for only 7% apparently to any relationship that is built. So if we end up like Rufus is one of those guys who are always on their phones, yeah, for some reason. Look at him, <laughs> he's giving me <laughs> That's, That's so true. That's so true. He's always on Twitter. Yeah, yeah like a, a lot. And um that said, this 7% accounts for that kind of um level of building a relationship. So if millennials 7%, are 7%, 7%, 7% yeah. and the rest is the verbal one whereby now you talk to an individual for instance a lady you look you compliment her and then you give her that facial expression and that eye contact the level of engagement becomes different. But so the 7% if we are always on our phones when during dinner when we are walking along the road or meeting new individuals in the bus or matatu then that shows how lonely we become because we don't get to know the other side of 
the other person you're seated next to. So it is always recommended that we should, before we go to bed, we switch off our phones and put them aside and have a conversation with anyone who is in the house, walk you know, with a stranger and say, hi, you're looking pretty. I like that, those shoes. Can I get them? And then have that level of engagement, which helps you to build relationships that, you know, last longer. And that makes you happy and healthy. But my question is, Jay Black, do you do that? Actually, I'm not very much of an online person. I very much enjoy um, conversations in person with people, <laughs> just like me. <Neely. laughs> So that's one thing we have in common. We are off on the right footing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, personally, I understand that people have been, you know, the social media platform has really messed up the social setup. Yeah. You know, because in most cases, people always try to create a better image, a more advanced image of who they are on social media and expect people to relate with that personality at that level. But that can't be du- duplicated in real time. Doing, yeah, there are things that you can be able to flaunt online, yeah. but you can't have the same benefit in real life. First of all, interpersonal relationship. Uh, it's the attraction, the bond that you have with people. Now, it could be work, professional relationships. It could be friendship. It could be family, which most of us don't even get to choose. <laughs> you know, like you're just born into a family, and yeah. that, and then you can decide to actually grow on it. Some people don't even talk to their families, mm. you know. And then there's the romantic, interpersonal relationship. So there are four. No. Yeah. There are four types. So which of those four? Which of those four do you think requires a lot of skill? <laughs> a lot of skill. A skill. Each. Trust me, each mm. does. And why do you say so? Because if you're talking about uh, professional relationships, uh-huh. then you, you need to know how to deal with those people that you're working with. We all need to get that money, so you, you need to know how to work with your boss, with your colleagues. Most importantly, with your clients. Yes, yes, you need to know how to deal with those. When it comes to family, people have dysfunctional families. There are some families that get you so messed up. Okay, families get you messed up to some extent. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. They get you messed up to some extent because these are just indi- different individuals, you know, how you relate to them. But then you need to learn how to relate to them because otherwise you're going to find yourself in a very dysfunctional kind of situation. And then, of course, there's friendship. Mm. Friendship, that's their codes, their ways on how, you know, you can talk, you can have a million friends, but then each friendship is going to be different. Because mm. sometimes something can happen and you're just thinking, I need to call so-and-so and not so-and-so because they relate yeah. better, you know? Mm. And then there's the one that people think, romantic relationships. Greatest of all Intimate. Yes, the, the intimate, the intimacy. <laughs> the classical one. Yes, definitely. Yeah, greatest yeah. of all time. It, it takes, it does take a lot of work. Mm. But people struggle more with uh, intimate, um, romantic relationships than any other form of relationship, interpersonal relationship. Why? Why do you think so? Uh, it, it's obvious. It's common sense. Oh, really? There's no common sense about that statement. No, actually it is. Eh? <coughs> and I'll tell you why. Here this is go. one of the relations that uh, will require a skill from you to initiate one. Mm. 
I mean, to initiate a relationship. When it comes to family, the infrastructure is already there. This set. You know, all this you is need your dad, to, this is your you mom. actually, yeah, you, people that you're going to relate with. The only thing that you need is actually to find ways to make the relationship better. Uh, uh. At the workplace, um, it's more of a do or die kind of situation. Mm. So if you make choice. it through the interview, you'll know what is expected of you. When it comes to friends, you know, this is more often than not, these are people where you have your interests are aligned, you know, your passions and those kind of things. But when it comes to romantic relationships, then you have to sell yourself it's to be accepted. Like you have to set the conditions but to yeah. meet you have the to conditions. Sell yourself even when it comes to friendships. Yeah. Definitely. Like but, but you see, the dating, the reason I'm saying this, the dating space is very different from when you're interacting with your friends. The things uh, these guys will like me for aren't the same things that you like me for. Ooh, of course. Definitely, yeah. And even it's not even the same things that my female friends will like me for because I've, I've been friends on by a, a, a very good number of women. Mm. I have no problem with it, actually. Because you have to take risks as a man. Yeah. I am comfortable where they friends push me. Sold. Yeah. That's awesome. uh, Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't see a problem with it. I also think that uh, you know you can be friends without you can have platonic uh, relationships, friendships with women. Yeah. So you can have platonic relationships. So you think? Sorry about that. Uh, so you think that's the only relationship that requires kids. requires a lot of work. If you're good at uh, romantic relationships, highly likely you'll, be, you'll succeed with the rest. That's one place where people suck the most because your expectations always go like, what Yo, just happened? You, you know, it's, because it's, human, it's the only human relationship, yeah? yeah? Where more often than not, emotion takes, yeah. uh, takes over. Thank you. And you know, whenever, whenever emotions uh, thrive, logic dives. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they can't coexist together. As humans, we are complex. In our first episode, we talked about love languages, and, and that goes a long way in terms of uh, understanding these interpersonal relationships and how best you can go about the same, you know? Uh, actually, I think that happens in most cases, because I'll be actually more Kwakati, when you're in the process of uh, selecting mates, yeah, uh, partners, what we, they focus on looking for the things that they look for in, uh, in a partner. Like what kind of character traits would you uh, want? Standards and pa- personality, preferences, uh, you know, preferences, uh, all those things. Mm. One thing people overlook is uh, the red flags, which are more important <laughs> to look out for. But that's the thing. Everything has its strengths and weaknesses. Even for a person who has an introverted personality or an extroverted personality, because I feel like most people are extroverted not mo- not necessarily most i don't know the numbers but you must uh, be living in very good circles for you to think that way why why yeah my friends no, <laughs> i mean i mean your are, circles generally yes there's some that are introverted but you know for introverted individuals it just takes the right kind of situation or the right kind of people they get comfortable and then they kind of get extroverted you, yeah. know, you can meet a person and they don't That's really talk true. much until you get to know them um, until they get to know you yeah. and they get comfortable with you and then you're like wow wait I didn't think you'd talk that much you know yeah. you'd be Yin that Yang. outgoing and then mm. there are those that you meet and they are 
just start going from the word go. They just find themselves, you know, easy to talk to, easy to interact with people, sociable. Yeah, so it's very important. And maybe, maybe if you allow me uh, to help anyone who is listening out there, because most of the time people, we live in a generation whereby everyone prescribes he said this self pres- prescription or like, I'm an introvert yeah. I'm an extrovert you know um, I know there are platforms where people can use to go and um, test and see where they belong are they introverts or extroverts but if you don't mind could you kindly explain who an introvert is and an extrovert is for the benefit of whoever is listening right now have you met people who are just quiet from the word go, you meet them and they, they're kind of, not necessarily nervous, because we all get nervous sometimes. They just keep to themselves, you mm, know. Mm. They don't like sharing things about themselves. They are creepy. <laughs> yeah, not you can really. say that, but not really. You know, they just love being by themselves, mm. you know. Everything they do. They, they enjoy solitude. Definitely. Ah, yeah. that's, solitude, that's the word. You know? Yeah, that's the word. They, they love keeping to themselves. Everything they do, they have to like overthink and then, you know, see way how That's it's going to... Are you looking at that person right now? <laughs> no, I'm an architecture. <laughs> Not by profession, but according to my personality. I know, I know, I know. Uh-huh. And I'm an R&B <laughs> artist. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please go so, on. No, these people, these people, you know, they, they think mostly about analyzing yes, every step they keep to themselves mostly and then there's the extrovert yeah this people are very sociable you can meet them one time and you, you know, just love them yeah sometimes it gets uncomfortable you know you can meet a person and they just don't know when to stop talking <laughs> and, you know, they talk and talk but that's just who they are you know yeah Sometimes I feel like it's because they want to make the other parts uncomfortable because they themselves yeah. are not comfortable with silence. Yeah. So these people are very different, polar opposites of each other. One wants to like, you know, be by themselves, the solitude, mm-hmm. and the other one is a social butterfly, you know. Mm-hmm. They just want to be all over the place, you know, talk just as much, interact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Live life. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's it. Well, of the interpersonal relationships we've talked about um, well do you think people when, when it comes to ro- why why romantic relationship uh, it's hard and not really hard but we make it hard and difficult for ourselves you know uh, and I one thing that makes makes me think uh, why we make it difficult it's, it's because we make it conditional you know because the family that I'm born in, I didn't choose, I didn't sign up, and I'm there. So how I relate to my sister is like, you know, it's like a default. You are my sister. We so, sh- yeah. that's a, there's a relationship already there, you know. There, there are no conditions to be put, you know. And to listen to Jamal, mm-hmm. there are no conditions. But uh, to the person I want to woo, uh, like uh, build a, uh, a romantic relationship, now conditions come in. But let's be honest. Conditions come conditions. in. Yeah. There's always conditions, whether it's in families, whether it's in friendships. How? It... You know, some are not spoken. You know, I feel like they're always con- other than God, of course. You know, you've mm. done a lot of shitty stuff, and even even in God, there are conditions. There are. If you but... don't do what He says, you'll, you'll be punished. punished. <laughs> 
Yes, it's a condition. Yes, but he's a very, you know, just limited, just a few. Mm. But then with human beings, with your families, you know, you have to, like, maybe say your parent is paying your fees, you know, they'll be like, you have to maintain a certain grade for me to, like, continue. Yeah, there's a phone that is also buzzing. Yeah. It's Millie's. I ah, oh, it's Just funny how when you want people to look for you, they don't go looking for you. But yeah. then yeah, tell them you found a new squad. Yeah, because okay. you don't want them to be looking for you. I've tell been getting that feed. You found a new squad. Yeah, let me just put it in a plain mode. Once you meet people, or when you start relationship with uh relationships with people, you decide how they are going to treat you. By what you show them that you deserve, actually. You teach people how yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that stays with them for, for long, for as long as the relationship lasts. Yeah. So it depends on how much um, respect or uh, how much respect you actually think you deserve from the other party, mm-hmm. you know, because there are things that you won't be able to ever compromise on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... It's the, for the same reasons that people, friendships end, relationships end. But there are friendships that do end just on a silent note, just like yeah. that. Someone just decides to mom. You just don't decide to mom. It's, you, don't, you just don't wake up in the morning and say, ah, from today and forth, I won't be talking to A, B, C, D. There has to be an underlying reasons you know, behind that. We're talking about that with uh, this doctor who's teaching us social psychology, and then we're talking about interpersonal relationship. And then I was asking, is it ever mutual? Whether it's friendship I, or I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's mutual in any way. No, no it's uh, it's mutual at some point. It's just like when you see boobies, yeah. Mm. You may think they are the same size, but in actual sense, they are, they are not. not. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's the same thing with. Uh, Dude, you take your time with your boobs. <laughs> I love boobies. Yeah, because I can yeah. only imagine. It. <laughs> it had to go to uh, the boobies. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes we, if, when you have to do analogy, yeah. you draw it where it, it will matter the most. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rufus, you were saying something. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing a post going round, and uh, I first saw the post in one of the the so-called motivational yeah, speaker. I have no idea who told them that they're motivational. So, and this is what he said, uh, we can be, like, we can go for six months uh, without talking with some of my friends, and that doesn't mean it's the end of friendship. Really? You know, I wish I could get in six on... Months. Who said, who said it's, those It's things? on social media. If you can check out for... Uh, go to Lewis. Try go to Lewis Howard's page or who else is there? There's Jay Shetty. There's yeah, such thing. And uh, I was like, mm, okay, I know I have such people whom we can go months without talking about whenever we. But they're start not a friends and they acquaintance. Whenever we start a conversation, you know, we it's all have. Like you're just picking up from where you left. No, really, but it's like we've never been. No, you know, it's, it's like we've never, yeah, exactly. We still, you know, it still clicks and it's still on and on. We still have those kind of friends. So we, we, we don't know where to classify them. Are they still, well, uh, they're I, still friends, of I course. And because we have acquaintances, as yeah. you, we have accomplices, as you also said. Mm-hmm. And 
we have uh, we can clients kind of relationship we, have, we also have customers you know a client is not a customer there's a difference yeah, <laughs> yeah. we've touched on emotional intelligence uh, mostly and by intelligence in terms of emotional intelligence this is the level of your ability to understand others and by this is what motivates them and how to work as a cooperative you know like together how best can we move forward because by that you tend to understand nikisema hivi huu ataudhika au apendi kuambiwa vitu kama hivi or when i say this he loves compliments so i have to go you know complimenting them from now on you know every minute every second you know and by this um we need to understand like why do we start relationships like what motivates us into starting relationships you know and most of the time it's because of our interest in terms of selfish motives you know i like him he knows the president you know i want to be his friend he is the friend to the president um i like him because he's smart i can learn new things kutoka kwake every now and then we we meet and by that now it it breaks it all down into three types of needs that we are selfish enough to want for ourselves from our people or people that we want to start relationships with this boils down into interpersonal needs um cost reward uh, theory all together on how best to go about a specific kind of subject or in light of this individual and how best to balance this kind of relationship to actually go deeper into understanding them you cannot do that over text okay i do meet people and i feel like he or she can make a good friend but however most of the time mm. it's whatever i want something probably yeah it's selfish yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> from them mm. And to some of them I'm genuinely like yeah we can be friends do you manipulate you know? them into now them becoming your friends because I don't okay be, because manip- manipulation yeah. means um you dressing the part mm. uh speaking smoothly there's that. yeah there's um, that there's yeah. okay there's sometimes you have to play the card if you really want I've, I've used that phrase like uh here yeah, something for everyone way, phrase oh. no 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 this uh I think you can make a good friend to me. I've used that line before. <laughs> <laughs> and it never gets old. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, no so many it times. Depends on who you are saying it. Yeah, and it turns out we, and we become friends, not like okay, though not friends, friends, cuz at the end of the day you have to you dictate how the kind of friendship that's going. Maybe we are going to be friends cuz I would love to be exchanging books with you, so I want him because of the collection of the books he has, so I'll build more on that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want is romantic so I'll go towards you know wooing them using bible verses I know it doesn't work mm-hmm. and maybe it's business and when it comes to business you know this the line I will go you know mm. yeah the conversation you probably have it has to surround your own interest mm. some okay uh the, I don't know that it's how true this statement uh is um if uh the people around you are with them because of uh Not the benefits probably yeah. you get probably if if i want to talk about um let's say soccer or access i'll go yeah, i'll go to j black we talk about soccer and everything so i'm happy hanging with j black cuz most of the time we talk about i want to talk about women then i'll go to jamal I'll let's talk about cuz that's the that's the circle i'll be mm. comfortable with so if that's how you align yourself to 
like uh, creating relationships yeah yeah then you're doing it all wrong because so at the end of the day because at the end of the day i can't really relate to you uh, on a personal level yeah i only relate to you because we can if i'm with you we can really talk a lot about women or we can talk about soccer or politics as you earlier said mm. so there's also building of i know jamal like i know know him you know and by knowing that person to a, uh to a point where if if you are if you hear or you hear of them uh mm-hmm. if you hear something different them you acknowledge no that cannot be mm-hmm. him because i know he cannot do that mm-hmm. you're getting me that like that point of knowing someone mm-hmm. yeah and 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 actually you're talking about the four types of relationships and the first that you talked of where now you go to jamal just to talk about women i mm-hmm. uh, i think you are talking about uh having acquaintances and most of the time these are low risk kind of relationships where now you you don't build on it aside so you're just there for the moment and it just meets your social needs and time mm, yeah sure and we have um role relationships mm-hmm. this actually lasts a little bit longer as long as the role is there you know and then we have friendships now yeah. friendships we all know how they they actually are built they are mostly built on trust and requires a level of commitment you know like um i'm with you because you we appreciate each other mm. you you know where i live you know my mom mm. you know my dad you know my family and there are grounds that are set by the fact that you are friends you know there mm. are things that you can do you know politic <laughs> eh uh, to your place jblack eh? yeah. and then there was a time you came to you came to our place and i remember telling you now we are friends cuz i've been to your yeah. home and you've been to and you know his family yeah but all but before years before that like we are we've been hugging we've been yeah. friends you know and that makes sense cuz that's what uh, my grandmother used to tell me tukaji kwenu sirafikia tell my grandmother i'm going to play where to my friend where's like have I, i've never have seen, I seen him yeah him or her here so okay. so she tell me she or he is only your friend if she has been to your home mm-hmm. and you've also been to mm-hmm. their home so and to me i got away with that that's the sound like and and I can, <laughs> and rofus is also someone my friend because i've been to their home and they have been to my home oh just um to conclude the fourth uh, type of relationship is the intimate one so, like for me friendships are more of it's like a river we flow in you know it's it's never there's never a point where i decide this guy is going to be my friend we just happen so i can't say that this happened at a specific time but you see with uh intimate relationships romantic ones you meet people and at that moment you're able to decide should i should i proceed with her should i not should i just know her as an acquaintance mm. you know, that kind of and, thing and and what really makes you like make that decision like you know what i'm going to be intimate i'm going to be exclusive with her high in particular uh, even though i know it's over, not over and above uh, the physical beauty mm-hmm. there are things because actually that you can't overlook it, it's always the first thing that uh, will will always endear you to pass to 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 them and then there are you know there are people who you'll find that uh, your interests are aligned they don't want anything serious they want to have fun 
and that, that's what you're looking for your your game you know so it doesn't take much time then there are those ones that you like she's this one is hot i really want to get into you know have a, an affair with her or something and you go all the way you know you make your moves sell yourself you know and represent yeah sometimes you'll succeed sometimes they'll say no to you and you just have to find a way to live with it because yeah. you know you can't have your way always yeah but yeah. should you always make it a point of now it has to be that way like i just have to yeah. it has to be a point of you going for what you want always yeah mm-hmm. but while on that quest you have to understand that uh, you'll not always get what you want yeah you'll want people don't want you just like people who want you and you don't want them there is a balance <laughs> I remember uh, I told you this doctor, her name is Dr. Mwangi. And then Shout out to Dr. Mwangi. She, she met in class and she was saying that um, if all your friends keep, all, all that your friends keep saying is yes and yes and yes, you need to drop them. Who? Yeah. Why? I mean, why do you need friends who keep saying yes? Because hmm. what are you learning? We don't like criticism though. Yeah, no one does. No yeah. one likes the no one we loves the like truth either. Though. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friends are brutally honest. Um, uh, thank no, God. I mean brutally honest. Thank God. Look at him is it? Your friends <laughs> live here. Yes, yeah, even the one you know brutally honest. Mm. Actually, those ones make it very easy for you to <laughs> <laughs> engage them. It's okay. I mean, it's okay. What kind of friends? My friendships are not perfect. I mean, mm. We have our moments. Sometimes, you know, you go days because you're mm. mad at each other. But one thing I appreciate is that you get to know what you know. As in, at that moment, it might not be what you need to, what you want to mm. know. Mm. And it's like, oh, so and so, it's annoying, and she's annoying, and. But then, at some once you think about it, you know, go back and then take some time to think about it you realize that that's what you needed to know. Mm. That's why I agree with that statement. Like, if your friends keep saying yes, 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 drop them. So my friendships, they're building. Like he said, if your friends don't know your place, are they really yeah. your friends? Yeah, if they don't know your family. And I actually love my mom and the fact that if my mom has a problem with the people that I bring around... Is it because they're men? No, not really. As in, the type of person they are. Mm. If you bring them around your family and maybe your mom, your sisters are like, uh-uh. That one. Yeah, we're not so sure about that one. Mm. Chances are, after a while, you realize that it's true. Mm. When that friendship fades or that relationship fails and you're thinking, yeah, that's true. And and I, is it an intimate kind of relationship you're talking about? The, not necessarily. Uh, Even the intimate ones, me the people I've never introduced to my family because I know that. Oh, they're good for the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Sadly. Yeah, this one is not going to last. Or this one is not going anywhere. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not introducing it to my sisters. I'm not introducing it to my mom. Mm. I'm not introducing it to anyone. Okay, I've not introduced anyone that I've had an intimate relationship with to my mom, mm-hmm. but there are those that she's heard of mm-hmm. from my sisters, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they talk too much and they'll be like, 
mom Millicent is saying so and so and mm. and there's that reaction that your mom will have mm. even considering the way that you talk to her about that person she's going to form an opinion and if the opinion is rather negative chances are that relationship is not going to last or oh, it needs a mm. little bit of work but if she kind of has a positive you know reaction or positive idea towards that person or around that person then chances are that it's going to work so if i don't introduce you to my family mm. then no if i don't introduce you to my family then no don't it's not that deep what mm. happened when you introduced him to your family i didn't i didn't introduce him to my family these guys were dating or something Yeah? Apparently, Hamza and Millicent have a history. <laughs> and Hamza is a little bit shy to, to touch on him. That's why he has a red eye right now. Okay. So, <laughs> Because he's so big. It's okay, guys. It's okay. We kind of have a friend in common. That's it. Yeah, yeah. it depends on how much space you've been given into my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, how much access do you have to 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 me and my colleagues? You know, how long have we been doing this? How much can I tolerate from you? Mm-hmm. You know, all that. If you know, you have to be able to get these things. That's why I talked about the red flags. A lot of people fail to. Yeah. You know, mm. screen people for red flags and they end up screening themselves. Because when you can't get power, people will always show. Mm. Yeah, there are things you can't hide. And I guess it's because of value, right? Like yeah. The, you've, if you've demonstrated value. Especially when you know what you really want from people, mm. you can always see, hey, that's, I don't want that. Mm. Mm. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. So if you're smart, you just take your notes. Well, how you... Tell me about your friends. Oh. Matters. I mean, there's this one point. There's this lady who was telling me that uh, her friend. This is this was kind of a relation, a relationship situation. But she was telling me a friend was cheating. Was kind of cheating on a friend's. Mm. Was cheating with a friend's boyfriend. Oof. And she knew about it. And she did not say anything about it. Sometimes it's better that way. That's the thing. That's the thing. Do not tell me you did not say anything about it. You know, that's the thing. I'll be like, so what if it's my situation? You won't tell me shit. Won't you tell me? Like, so that's, uh, yeah. What if, what if it's in your best interest not to know? Because, you know, sometimes, yeah, I, I, and I know people get judged a lot for that. You didn't do this because of this and this and this. But but there are codes, Jay. There are codes when I'm, you're I'm friends. Not, I'm not talking about codes. I'm talking specifically about the situation that she highlighted. Yeah. You might find that actually, and and I tell you this for a fact, <clears throat> you may do something out of absolute good faith, mm. and it shall be used against you. Not unless human change, human nature changes any time soon. That is going to be so for a very long period of time. How many times have you acted in absolute good faith? And your actions were misinterpreted so before. Many times. In absolute good faith. You know, that's... That's, uh, that's why I'm telling you, eh? sometimes you have to weigh mm. what's good for me, what's good for them. Weigh the consequences and do the decision. The only thing is, 
the only bad uh, it's only betrayal when the friend acted not in good faith that's when it's betrayal in every friendship or relationship that yeah there are have. things jamal that i may i may come across about you that i may feel like no this is not good for him so i would rather just cut it here other than creating a situation where shit will keep going back and forth back and forth which doesn't favor anyone in the long run sure. but it it requires a lot of discipline eh? it, it requires a lot of discipline for you to get there but as i mentioned yeah. the the bottom line is are you acting in good faith faith that is the bottom line you realize that in every friendship or relationship that you have cultivated or created there's always a test yeah so we always and we also always put to test loyalty you know love how well can you really how well do you value loyalty how well do you value friendship how well do you value love how well do you value trust itself yeah yeah and it's the same thing like you know people talk a lot about brocode but how I many people really understand what brocode is we have sister code you guys have codes mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. Codes are very important. Like, mm-hmm. some are not spoken, mm-hmm. but you should know them. I think that works for you. Actually, like, all codes should not be spoken. It's yeah, just like just an, an underlying sort of uh, principles or guidelines yeah, that like you live by. They, they yeah. are codes, for God's like sake. They, codes. <laughs> Come on. Yes, yeah. like, codes are very important. Extremely important. And yeah. speaking of codes, let me play something. Kidogo to up. do to other other females or other males within mm-hmm. your own in your own gender. Uh so do you have anything that you want to contribute before we get into what ask redditors view as guy code? Um I I do, but I I've, I've actually chosen a couple that I think fit in with it oh, to supplement okay. yes. Excuse me. All right, the first one is shotgun is a responsibility, not a privilege. If you are sitting So this a is truck, a guy code. Not a passenger, you're the co-pilot responsible for the radio, navigation and response too long. To calls and texts on my phone. Yeah, so I disagree about the whole picking up my phone, don't touch my phone. But I, I do agree that like people like to think that guy code and may, maybe girl code is all about relationships, which it's totally not. It's about how you interact as friends and I guess partners and co-pilots too. And so yeah, little things like I don't necessarily care too much about shotgun, but managing those sorts of situations, you there there are responsibilities and expectations. I think that goes for everybody. Also, I don't think that's a guy code thing. Like we yeah, all, all, all want to be safe on the road. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you know. Well, I think you is, get the if gist. If bro's doing something stupid, you're doing something stupid. I don't like the use of the term bro. Uh, and I think yeah. this is what Jay you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people talk about the bro code, but, but they really understand what they are talking about. Because it's not bro code if your your so-called bro is getting into shit. Yeah. And you're, and like, you're yeah, just you're just you know, there. Bros you know. are bros. No. Bro, nambe. It's not. It doesn't work like that. And actually, as that guy in the audio clip that you played highlighted. It's not just limited to romantic yeah, relationships. Relationship. This thing is far and wide. Yeah. yeah. You know. And <clears throat> it's more of a it's more built on honor. Mm. That's why you find some guys that like let me use the most um, 
common brocode mm. <laughs> that that is out there you should never thou shall not sleep with my girlfriend if you're Ever. my nigger yeah most people do do that eh? not because it's out of honor mm. but simply because you're doing it, you a favor not actually a favor not out of honor but they don't sleep with your girlfriend simply because it's broken mm. not because they find that honorable mm. uh, and they won't take that up as as an issue of you know that will go against their principle Hamza is smiling because he's done it a couple of times and he's not even embarrassed about it he's so like Psh, people do it i do it no one is complaining uh, it, it doesn't matter you know you After all we all choose the kind of life that we want to live. Yeah. Yeah. You you choose the kind of principles that you want to live by. Yeah. In terms of if you want to be a soldier you become a soldier if you want to be a king you become a king. I have a question. Do do guys really date each other's sisters? I mean, we all know the shit that our friends do. Would you allow someone to actually date your sister? I'm like your brother. No. Wait, okay, let's can you start with that? Okay, suppose she doesn't have a brother. Have a, suppose you you yes. had a brother. Yes. Yeah. Suppose I had a brother. Would you want to date the friend of your brother? Yes, I have sisters. Now as your male friend, would you let me date your sister? And I know what you're usually up to. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No, no, no. It's I mean, no. you date other people but don't date my sisters. I mean, kukwenako to cause I've been caught in between a rock and hard place. You know mm. when you do some shitty stuff. Yeah, and you know how he behaves. Yeah. I think yeah, I think that that also applies to <laughs> the other side. Yeah. Yeah, but most of the time I think if um if you really have you just have to look at the situation you know at hand like what are the interests of this individual yes you know his shitty business but maybe it might be genuine you know so he could actually have a lot of uh, shit business but he could be the best option exactly and jay just the last episode we did with aisha you talked of um, as men we prefer having if it were if we were not sexual beings yeah and we don't have sexual needs we'll yeah. just hang with our guy friends yeah and yeah. be okay and we'll be okay because most of the time we just spend it with our friends more than our girlfriends yeah that's you know true. we just have like 5% of our time with our girlfriends maybe twice in a week with our girlfriend and yeah. the rest with our male friends yeah. because and, and, and just to add on what you are saying actually um it also depends on the the type of relationship you're looking for if you are to if you are to marry if you are to ask your friend like let's say <coughs> Jamal sister if i were to marry if i wanted to marry her it would have, i think it would be totally different compared to just dating mm. yeah yeah the the odds would totally change i change. think that's true yeah so what is your thought in light of the same now that you you have that understanding Do you agree with it or are you still reserving she just says she won't let me date her sister yes, sadly at some point it's not like l- l- let me ask you this eh? mm. have you met any uh, guy who would make a better boyfriend than him yeah 
Let me just say this. You t- see how long it took her to say yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can imagine how many guys had to fall short of that uh, requirement. <laughs> so basically what I'm trying to say is eh, it could be a better option. Uh-huh. But uh, you may hold that against your sister. The opportunity. The opportunity. Yeah, the opportunity. I'm trying to keep it. <laughs> so yeah there's some truth in what Jay is saying. Um another thing in light of interpersonal relationships mm. but just to understand this relationships further there are I have a scenario that I'd like to put forth. Mm-hmm. And Hamza I hope I'll get your opinions on this one. Let's say you are in a deserted island somewhere in, in the, the Bahamas. Ocean. Yeah. Bahamas. All alone, eh? and uh, you're starving then an alien ship comes forth comes comes across that is yeah mm. and this alien kind of beast pops out he's walking <laughs> yeah yeah he's not actually that big but big compared to the size of humans ah. uh-huh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, you're actually starving you are about to die then he asks you um, hey What's up? How can I help you? Just before you respond, he sees your situation as desperate as it is, and he offers to. <coughs> he actually tells you that I have some proteins here. <laughs> okay. Would you would you suck his dick to get uh, the nutrients? Oh Jesus Christ! Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. For you, it's different. I I don't think you love much options. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how they. That's the alien. That's the alien making those noise. Oh, okay. Uh, it's an island, you said. Nothing else. You can't even swim. And this is actually the boat. But they're supposed to. They're supposed to have food in the island. Uh, mangoes, you know. Oh, you didn't say this. You didn't say. What about the ocean? Yes, fish. It's an island. Something. No, they they offered it to you. They know there's fish. They know there's there a coconut no tree. Ah, but they've offered. <laughs> what would you do? Rafa, stop laughing and just answer the goddamn question. <laughs> That's all to survive in the island. Yeah. Yes. What else? To Good. Survive. There's nothing else. And you've prayed to God and God has answered your prayer and <laughs> that's the prayer. <laughs> there was there's no prayer part by the way. <laughs> It's not complicated. I'm pretty sure I deep down is like yeah, I'm gonna start that day good. I'm all alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't go on record. Possibly it will never go on record. I wanna live. I wanna live my best life in the island. So <laughs> you guys have answered the question. <laughs> And then, and then sadly, just when you've done sucking that goddamn dick. A chopper flies just above you and lands on that island. And you you poke and you've already sucked dick. <laughs> and then you have this big mouth. No, everyone's like, what? What happened? Wow! Goodness. Ah, that, that was interesting. Uh, before we continue, something I want to say on that. Sure. Uh, About sucking dick? No, no, no. no, no okay. No, no. Oh. Okay, fine. So, <laughs> there's this uh, 
a researcher. His name is George Levinger. Mm-hmm. He has mm-hmm. like five steps of how relationships are usually formed, from how they're formed to when they end. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there was the first step that is bonding, and then the second one is building up, then there's continuation, deterioration, and then there's now the death. breakup, the ending, the <laughs> death. <laughs> the know. tears. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking about it uh, some other time, and then we were asking, uh, is it that all relationships have to follow that system, that, that system? pattern? Because the bonding is where you know you like maybe a person is your neighbor. You usually go to the stage together, not mm. mm. You go, you don't know each other, and then building up is when maybe one time you come and there's only one seat left and it's next to that person, and then you're like hi, hi, and then you start talking up, now talking, and then continuation. Continuation is usually a long term situation because that's where you get to know each other. It might be even years, like maybe mm. four years, five years, marriage. And then there's deterioration where you now start seeing the partner's flaws because we are all humans. Mm. You all see the flaws. They're not as perfect as we thought they were mm. when we were beginning the relationship. The lies now. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, people people tend to run away from friendship the moment they realize, you know what? It's not rich. Okay. Yes. It's not even all that as exactly. they thought, you know. You know you not even really. Them, the human, them, like, them, yeah. them also are not all that. Exactly. Yeah. And then now there's, of course, the, the, ending, the ending where now you're disappointed and you're like, I can't continue with this. Now, technically, um, the continuation is where that matters, whether it will end or not, because it's usually mutual. Like you decide, I am going to be in this for the long haul. We are going to fight. We are going to argue. He has flaws. I have flaws. We are going to work through it. Now, if that continuation phase is not as strong as it should be, then, of course, you're going to, like, end the relationship. So I was asking. Can the ending be death? Yes, it mm. can be. Sometimes, you know, it just happens. Mm-hmm. Then that means maybe it might not even have reached that deterioration part. Maybe someone just had cancer and then, you know, maybe oh. they died. Yeah, so I was asking. Is it that, do you think that all relationships have to follow that same... Or sometimes you just maybe bond and then you meet a person and you decide, ah, no connection. Continuing. It's like a universal, a universal cycle to friendship because we, whatever you've mentioned, uh, I've been through that. I am still like, I'm still building some of the friendship. Uh, I'm still on the builder process, and to some of them, I'm on the deteriorating. Yeah, whereby you no longer text and you just don't feel like texting. There's no any excitement about that. But, but you know, JP, it depends. Eh? Sometimes if people tell you, hey, I like you, you're smart, you don't feel the same sense of um, uh, pride and happiness as you feel. You can be like, hey, you're going to be poor. But you know, very different situations. But then again, they also say that... Um, not, not they, let me not use that word. Uh, there is a saying, for you to be in a position where insults don't matter, you have to be in a position where compliments don't matter. Oh, yeah, because yeah, co- these, these two, they are actually the same sides of the, uh, different sides of the same coin, you know. This is opinions of other people, and you can't choose to have positive opinions, have more weight than the negative ones. It's still... Uh, Leo was reading. I, I was reading an, an article today by a lady called uh, Tarurei Gatere. Yeah, and uh, the article she wrote was about living by our own standards of beauty, defining beauty in our own terms. 
because you know conventionally you'll see that people will talk of beauty if you want to, if you you know you'll be expected to shave your armpits to keep a certain uh, sort of cleanliness shave your uh, that is if you you are a woman and stuff like that and she was talking she was saying that uh, i no longer subscribe to that definition of beauty um because i personally realized that i don't like shaving amp- my armpits and that does not mean that i'm not beautiful i'll keep them clean i love my bushes and i'm going to live by that is that you know? the, the tanzanian woman no, the she's lady not Tanzania. Tanzania. no she's not kenyan yeah mm. Maybe if we get what she actually said. Let me just read a paragraph. Uh, creating my own standards of beauty for myself has been another journey. I love feeling attractive and sexy, but most importantly, I love feeling comfortable and being myself. Sometimes the two values contradict each other, and in that case, I do my best to go with what feels authentic for me and try to work through any feelings that come up. Yeah, which, which I found quite interesting. Really. It is. You know, beauty by my by your own standards. That's very. But it's kind of tricky considering the fact that it's been years of being told the same thing. That over and over. Yeah, but it depends. Yeah. You, you know, the thing is, we just realize that uh, we've been conditioned, and I have a responsibility. Yeah, I have a responsibility to see how best I can make out of myself. You know, should I keep on? the condition of me or should I and try see how authentic I can get by myself you know like she did mm, that's why I told you it's important for personal branding in terms of understanding who you are before engaging that individual into a relationship in terms of now you are an, an item that's why most of the it's time the same when, way yeah? uh, sorry to cut you short eh? uh, it's the same way when people fail they will always say minimally failed you am self learning flani flani ama you are reason flani 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 but when they succeed they highly you will not hear them say that uh, hey bro mimi nilikuwa millionaire jungluaga bestia rufus miliwaga millionaire they don't say that it's your responsibility mm-hmm. everything that comes your way it's done by you and i think i highlighted this before yeah. about jz and his yeah. friends yeah. when they were telling him that we made you you are doing in nini atona lalamika jz akawambia easy if you made me who i am today make Indeed. another jz yeah mm. of which that's impossible <laughs> it can happen yeah. people will want to take credit off you but basically nothing and unajua uh, um, a friend of mine alikuwa ananiambia god made you without you but he can't build you without you goodness very profound statement yes on that level on that point rather rofas this this subject i just wrote it down you know there are types of people that were mentioned in the book tipping point they are connectors they are what mavens mavens and and then they are um, the are they marketers marketers yeah okay connectors connectors these are people who have a huge network of uh, people that they know probably influential or are uh, able of like have a certain ability in the society and you probably met people who you end up saying oh this guy is well connected by that you understand his networks he knows this person he knows that person and he or she can connect you to 
whatever it is that you want. They create links. That's their job. Probably they don't know how well they are connected, but and they, they they have no problem with actually connecting you to some to anyone or to anything that you want. They Marvins uh these are people who know ev- everything and anything. Uh you probably met people you want like you bring politics thing kind of you are Marvin yourself. You bring anything that's happening. They're so informed. Those are the Marvins mm-hmm. and the marketers these uh people who can convince you to do something or like they have the ability to <laughs> that's J black that's J black they have the ability to make you, Sell you know, fall yeah, yeah, or fall into whatever they mm. they want so in our day to day life we meet such people like you know what why don't you tell so and so to talk about this probably people will buy into it those are marketers mm. yeah and they will help you out and, uh, in yeah, achieving exactly. your goal yeah, exactly. that's why it's more important to create the kind of the right relationship so as you can be able to prosper and get yourself where you want to so i would love to end this conversation here guys um by saying that the amount of love in every relationship is directly proportional to the three components that i had mentioned earlier passion intimacy and commitment and more of the three three components are stronger in the relationships in that passion refers to the physical and sexual attraction attraction between two individuals individuals must feel physically attracted to each other for the charm to stay in a relationship for a much longer period of time intimacy is where the amount of closeness between two individuals in a relationship refers to intimacy where partners must gel with each other and a strong bond between them is essential and lastly commitment is the decision of two individuals to stay together forever and ever and ever commitment is nothing but two people deciding to be with each other lifelong either way by staying together or by entering the wedlock so amza do I would I would love to hear you do something with this track. Asha Raymond you remind me. Oh, is actually singing. Yeah, yeah I'm, okay. I'm singing. Okay. Does <laughs> sing. Oh, please, boy, please. Oh, I thought you'd actually sing like one. Ladies, if you really want to get down, here goes nothing. Check it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See the thing about you that caught my eye is the same thing that makes me change my mind. It's kind of hard to explain but girl I'll try You need to sit down this may take a while See this girl she sort of looks like you You even smiles just the way you do so innocent she is seem but I was fooled 
I'm reminded when I look at you You remind me of a girl that I once knew I see your face whenever I, I look at you You believe all of the things she put me through This is why I just can't get with you Yeah, that was an, a special performance for you, Millie. Thank you. Yeah, so oh. you definitely remind him of those days when the two of you were doing your things. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for showing up. Thank you. This, remember, is about you. Get your podcast on www.jfm.co. Yep, this podcast is supported by our platinum sponsor, Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa, located in Diani. Diani Reef Resort and Spa, nice people, taking care of nice people. It's not a hotel, it's a way of life. Beyond the boundaries of taste with multi cuisine dining outlets, bars, and well appointed rooms. Promising nothing but the ultimate holiday experience. For bookings and more information, log on to their website on www.dianireef.com. Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa. Going anywhere starts here.